You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage is not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Phoenix Club. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Phoenix Pod. It's the Phoenix Pod. Turn right into paradise. <laughs> oh, you, gotta, you can't you can always rely on Lewis for the most <laughs> epic of intros. Hey. I really hope you do that for your job one day, Lewis. You, you set up a sign that when people drive past, it's like <laughs> you're still there going, "Come on, come in." <laughs> you just you just see me like at that the actual club, and he's just got his own little kiosk and his you know quiz. Give us a quiz, come on, quick. Come on, <laughs> come on in. Give us twenty p. Oh, you can have a, you can have a penny chew. <laughs> well, somewhere I think the first question to ask is, "How's it doing?" We're doing fine. We're doing fine. <laughs> oh dear, it never hey. gets old. It never does. So, yes, welcome to episode six of the Phoenix Pod. I'm of course your host, AXC, joined once again by a man who is. Wearing oh. nothing at all. Nothing like wearing, at all. Yeah. Like nothing at all. Oh. Yeah! Stupid sexy flinders. <laughs> He's also half a man. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it feels like I'm wearing nothing at all. But it, to be honest with you, the temperature today, I, I'll probably benefit from wearing nothing at all at this moment <laughs> in time. I, uh, let's just say I'm not exactly the... The skinniest gentleman, and um, yeah, it, 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 I don't do summer. I just don't do summer. Like when we went to the Metallica gig last year, it was almost like heaven. The fact that it rained. Well, you were pulling the few men there as well in pants. <laughs> yes, I was one of the few men in there with with pants on. Yes. Well, I always remember when I went to a um, a wrestling gig a couple of years ago. And it was in Altrincham around this time, and uh, it took place in a uh, took place arena. in a building which ultimately deals in sort of like ice hockey, ice. and it the building had no air conditioning whatsoever, and yeah, we just pretty much sort of like boiled. Probably didn't help as well that I was wearing an NFL jersey at the time, so e- hey ho. Yeah. It's like it's like when we used to attend shows in a certain basement. Mm. Yeah, it, it was a sweaty mess. It always was. Oh, yeah. Particularly if, it, if the show went over three hours. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yes, we're up to episode six, which is, I think, I believe, titled Talent Trek. Yes, it is. Yes, uh-huh. it is. Are you forgetting to introduce someone else? Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just the man that gives you your intro. <laughs> Yeah, just the man that gives me my intros. 
Of course, the other voice you can hear from the R.I.D. podcast, it's Lewis Ogden. It's a cracking little pod, this, isn't it? <laughs> oh, aye. A cracking little pod. Long live the Phoenix pod. <laughs> oh, God. I'll cheers to that, bastards. I think you might have pissed Lewis off, and, off and the next time he comes around to your house, he might chuck a cigar in one of your bins. <laughs> Absolutely not. It's two drags of a ciggy and the nicotine hits me straight away, mate. So. <laughs> it's fine, I'll offer him a vase of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, to be honest with you, Paul's got, Mac, Paul's got Max covered with the uh, Pakistani cricket top that he's ordering. I will be ordering just, that. Just say the word and I'll, uh, I'll, track down a, um, I'll track down the wheelchair, tweed, tweed suit. The, the little boy, the uh, charity box thing. Just, just, just melt his face a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. So yes, it's the Talent Trek Finals tonight. Down Ooh. at the Phoenix Club. <clears throat> Jerry's got some good news, or does he? Well, <laughs> he comes out skipping. Attention. <laughs> um, Tensions boil over when Frank, when Brian has to hire Right Said Fred tribute band, Right Said Frank, <laughs> since Les Allen off to doing the karate kid the musical. Oh, oh yeah. CS, so yes, we open the episode. We've got uh, Opus One by Tommy Dorsey playing. Jerry, Jerry's throwed, Jerry throws open a double set of doors and walks down the street with a gleeful stride. Absolutely. Which we'll find out. Well, you know, you can put two and two together if you've been watching the show along with us. You kind of get the idea of why you might be so happy. And it, all I can describe it is he ends up basically doing one of the tenor adverts or whatever it is, <laughs> body form, because he starts, you know, running, skipping down the street and then scoring a bullet header, jumpers for goalposts and all that lot. Well, I was going to say with this um, this bit where Jerry runs onto the field and there's a couple of lads having a kick about with um, a couple of traffic cones set up for a goal. Oh, yes. I just, I just had in my notes that Jerry's more a co- more an accomplished finisher than John Smith ever was. Have <laughs> it. Which is a nice little, nice little callback. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolute genius, and I applaud you, sir. Thank you very much. <laughs> very good. That's a nice little obscure late nineties reference for you there. <laughs> so then, uh, uh, Jerry is skipping off up the street, and we cut they cut the Brian who pats the, uh, the the money box on the head of his labels here disabled money box on the head, <laughs> along with the line, oh ho ho, call through for Christmas. <laughs> it's just like is he just using that as his personal little money box, like? Holiday well, I mean, fun. It yeah. is Brian Posse. You wouldn't put it past him, would you? Oh yeah, definitely. No. Like... Oh um... no. We've all we've all known those types of business owners that kind of like, you know, oh, charity team. Shake, shake, <laughs> shake, shake, shake. shake. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we've got the what the bit we just mentioned about Jerry playing football. He had as a ball that we clean a dirt mark on his forehead. <laughs> That's there for Which stays for the first half of the episode. Yes. 
<laughs> we, cut, we cut to a big band. There's a big band practicing in the uh, the Pennine Street. Where Brian wheels through and enjoy, sits sits enjoying the music. And then there'll be like a conductor. He's like, oh yes, sort of thing. Like the Churchill dog. There's a full on. Hey, that's what I want. Fantastic that. <laughs> must, must be first to work that. Bars open next door. But then he, he looks very very. He, t- he okay. turns turns around and sort of like there's there's the um, imprint of just sort of like where a certain machine used to be. Uh, and oh, I'd yeah. like to I'd like to call back to the sort of like the Phoenix Night TikToks that started uh, coming up <laughs> from oh, the yeah. past few weeks. Uh, roses are red. I know a robber called Ron. Bloody hell! Where's my fruit machine gone? <laughs> Well, there's also a very uncharacteristic line from Pottery before Andre says, "The bar's open next door. If you want to have have a drink, go on, go and help yourselves. Be my guest." <laughs> yeah, he's actually being generous, which shows he does have a bit of a generous <laughs> side. It takes a lot, but he takes, he's got a generous side. <laughs> <laughs> so then we cut to the open credit, the opening credits. Dun 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 dun. He's still very, very, very close to going into Inspector Gadget there. Very close. <laughs> it, I bet they probably sat there and watched Inspector Gadget like the movie or whatever, and probably went, we need a theme. And they sort of go, so does that sound like Inspector Jaggy? Like, oh, no, yeah. no one will ever check. Yeah, <laughs> like, just, just play it on the xylophone. No one will ever know. <laughs> <laughs> they should have gone like full Jimmy Hart from like the VCW and just like... Um, was it done it in like a different tuning or something? Yeah, or made or it, like, it sounds vaguely vague like it, but not. Oh, like in a different key. Yeah. You just change, just change the pitch. No one will notice. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, we're in the Jockey Will Sweet Armchair Superstore TV is on the big screen. Oh yeah. <laughs> First presenter. Then you spray on the affected the affected area. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Brian switches say... it off. Yeah. We were talking about DVD extras, weren't we, I think, last week. And I don't know if it was on air or not. If I remember correctly, it was on air. And if you've got the... If you can get the first disc, the first season, one of the extras on this disc is a whole ten minutes of the armchair superstore. And the first thing that's on this is this hair product. (laughs) (laughs) But they go into so much more detail. And they say that the visor is there to prevent permanent blindness. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah, we have we have Holy Mary who chimes him with, I was enjoying that, as Potter switches it off. Oh, God. So <laughs> she then says, well, you'll enjoy this even more. <laughs> I have a special announcement to make. After hours of tremendous pressure and you hear a toilet flush. And some bloke just walks out the bog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he follows up with, listen, Tony, tremendous pressure, ruthless negotiation, and proud to announce we got talent to wreck. A grand final. We said, Holy Mary chanting with, hallelujah, praise the Lord. And praise, Brian Potter. praise Brian Potter. With me, that got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! <laughs> just like, I don't know if it's a bit of conversation poor. But I do remember they say, "Spread the word, the phoenix is rising." <laughs> oh, that's after, that's, that's just after this that, bit. It's like, when is it? Thursday. 
He's like, oh, this yeah, Thursday. Thursday. Two, it's two days away. But then <laughs> and we've got another Potterism, which is we've got to grow the cow by the horns and pull together. We need to get ship shape, shit shaped. Yeah, shit shape, he says. <laughs> yeah. We need to get shit shaped. So but everyone, everyone just takes it on board. He's like, yeah, we, don't, we won't correct him. <laughs> <laughs> we're, uh, we see uh, the, uh, in, the internal working of the theatre along with Brian's office. Then uh, we've got Les Amalot in the in a, the theatre doing some painting and that. <laughs> Forget Les's mobile rings. Hello? <laughs> There's a, the back and forth, which is great news. We've got talent track. You're joking, when? Just now. (laughs) 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 But it's like, no, when is it? It's like Thursday. We can't do Thursday, Brian. We've got the big show. Big show. Musical. (laughs) Fuck's sake. (laughs) Oh. If you think the idea, by the way, of the Karate Kid musical is fucking absurd. Yeah. And then you see parts of it. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it, it's more absurd than I could have possibly even imagined. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that because there's, there's something I picked up on, which is quite a, a feat that Les managed, achieves later on. But, um, yeah, so we can't let him down this, Brian. We've been at it for months. Can we not do it next week? <laughs> and Brian sort of fobbing him off, going, yeah, yeah. Of course I can do it next week. I'll give him a ring. We followed up with, come with balls, man. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to shift the grand final so you can frig about with a kimono down the, down the church hall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then we have, uh, Les well, well, just was like, we can't do it. <laughs> So Brian's like, well, so, sorry, listen, this is the... Right then, right. Well, I know where I stand. I think I'm going to, going to give Frank, said Frank a ring. Well, you can't do that. Why? <laughs> well, they were busy. Busy? <laughs> right, so Fred tribute back. Oh, God. Anyway, for the good lads, they can have the job. What job? Yours and Alan's, you're sacked. And of course, we get leads to another Potterism, which is Brian slamming the phone down in a shit head. <laughs> <laughs> the big payoff insult when they can't hear it. <laughs> the Brianism. Oh, it's a full-on Potterism, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, Potterism even. Yes, I'll t- yes, Potterism, <laughs> not Brianism, Potterism. <laughs> so then we're in the car park. With uh, Max, Max and uh, Ravon working on the the internals. Oh yes, this was my ringtone in like the early two thousands. At one point, <laughs> what comes up? Yes. <laughs> well, so, <clears throat> there's a whole back and forth, and then uh, Paddy pulls up. So, so Max, Max reiterates, "Good morning, Patrick. What enough for you?" <laughs> but never wet, never wet enough for me, Max. <laughs> Bit of trivia, by the way, just so you know, you know that car he turns up in the Ford Escort XR3i. Yeah, that was Paddy's actual own car. 
okay. and he mentions it on the latest episode of series of Top Gear because oh, he's a he? bit of a lover of escorts. Now he he he's bought a couple of Ford escorts on the show, and he does mention about having a black Ford escort XR3i not long after he passed his test. Mm. Now bear in mm. mind, you've got to realise how young Paddy was in this. Incredibly young. When when we first started talking about doing this, to be fair, I was um, toying with the idea of like watching an episode, but uh, making notes and then going through and watching rewatching the episode with commentary to see if there's any like notes like that I picked up on. But I was like thinking, well, I've got to watch it twice then. <laughs> it's just gonna be a ball like. Yeah. But that's just something I learned because I watch obviously I watch Top Gear. Top Gear I love, and. Yeah, it went shit when Clarkson went away and then they had this like sort of transitional period and then they seemed to have settled with Flintoff and Paddy McGuinness and Chris Harris on there. And it's basically the same chemistry as the old Top Gear that was great. It's mm. that good. And Paddy's talking about having escorts, there's Ford escorts and things like that. And when I saw that and it rolled up and parked up, and I was like, oh my God, that's the escort he was talking about. Mm. <laughs> The only sort of like, well, well, not the only stuff that I know about Paddy McGuinness because like I've watched bits and pieces of that sort of like the new Top Gear. Um, but he appeared, he was one of the very first guests on Jamie Carragher's podcast. And um, one of the stories that he tells is of, um, I think it's like a playoff final that Bolton Wanderers are in. And um, I distinctly remember him going on sort of like this this playoff game in sort of like a party with the likes of Dermot O'Leary and um, Anton Deck. It's quite interesting that it's sort of like, you know, well, it's, it's a good listen. It's a good, a good listen. If you're, if you're a Paddy McGuinness fan, I'd recommend, I think it's like episode two of the Jamie Carragher podcast because mm. he's incredibly funny on it. Cool. Yeah, I mean, I can recommend also what we're talking about, Paddy McGuinness and like put a look at his stuff. I mean, he did stand. I think mean, he's done one stand-up show, and I'd highly recommend that. I think he's had, a, he's had a couple of DVDs out, but I remember one of them came out and it absolutely panned about critics and people who bought it, mm. basically saying like full on like it's whole thing of like it's not funny, it's overpriced, and all this sort of thing. <laughs> so. I remember there's a um, there's an extra from. Uh, peter k's like latest uh stand-up gig um and he's got sort of like a flyer for um like it's the take me out tour you know there's the paddy mcginnis is obviously mm, on and yeah. he tells us he tells the story of how um <clears throat> it's like it's probably around about the time that it's that phoenix nights is being filmed um and you know uh peter k sort of like gets like a little ding like a little ding on his motor so he goes to pick up paddy from um from the gym uh and I've, i can't remember what what car he's driving might be a variation on sort of like a ford ford cosworth or whatever um but as he's pulling up uh he <laughs> peter k who isn't paying attention on the road accidentally sort of like sideswipes the entirety of sort of like one side of Paddy McGuinness's car. So, Jesus. So, so the thing is, <laughs> it's really funny because when Paddy McGuinness comes out and he sees sort of like the damage, he goes to Peter Kay, 
So what was it you were sort of like wanting to talk to me about? And it was just sort of like, I didn't really have the heart to sort of come up to him and say, well, I've got this little ding in my particular nose. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know anyone that would be able to sort out for me? <laughs> it's along those lines. It's it's on YouTube somewhere. I'll 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 search it down and then I'll put it in our uh, our little podcasting uh, group chat. Awesome. Right. <laughs> Back to the episode. So we got Ray working on an alarm system. Inside and, uh, inside Max's car. Inside Max's car, yeah. So Paddy's like, What are you doing? He says, We're fitting an alarm from Brave Honda said, We? We He's like, Yes, we <laughs> Max is he's there like, just sort of, he's he's looking in on uh, Paddy's like passengers passenger seat is sort of like Oh, there's a box there. What's that? Is it a, a gift, a gift for Mary? And Paddy's like, no, no, it's not a gift for Mary. It's like, it's, to be oh, there's, honest, there's a, bit, there's a bit where he taps his, he feels like taps his nose, and Pat, Max just goes, cocaine. <laughs> like, no, no, not cocaine. It's not for Mary either. So Paddy goes, to tell you the truth, I'm, I'm thinking of sort of like calling off on her. I was like, why? I was like, oh, Paddy likes to play the field. Like Paddy likes to play, he likes, he likes play to the field. A, he, he likes to put a few in the back of the net. <laughs> Paddy <laughs> likes to play the field, you know. Have a kick about, put a few in the net. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then, two words, Paddy, own goal. <laughs> <laughs> but we also, at this point, there's one point we have young Kenny who comes out saying, hey, lads, spread the word. The phoenix is rising. <laughs> Yeah, the phoenix is rising. He walks off with his arms in the air. The phoenix is rising. <laughs> but then Jerry, Jerry comes uh, skipping and dancing past, and Paddy Going, just says, "Woohoo!" <laughs> uh, Paddy just, "What's everybody on today?" <laughs> so then uh, we're back in the phoenix we're in Brian's office. Uh, <laughs> Jerry like bursts in, like you still see the, the, the football dirt <laughs> mark. Yeah. Big mud patch on his top um, of his forehead. But, but they both start laughing. And he's like, come on, come here. He kisses him on the head. He's like, get off me, you girl. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's a whole, oh, you, you've heard then? Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, and? Irritable spasm syndrome. Spasms. So then there's a whole back and forth of uh, where is it? Uh, so you're all clear, yeah. Who we told? I haven't told anybody. Breathe, breathe it in, Brian. Breathe it with me. It's like having a new life. <laughs> it's always it's always you, you, you. <laughs> Which is so, ironic, given what Brian does next. <laughs> Listen, I've got something to tell you. What? We've got talent track. You joke. We've not. <laughs> You're joking. But do you find out just now? <laughs> but then there's a uh, Jer- Jerry asks, "What a day! How did you get that?" <laughs> I bet Dem Parry weren't happy, were he? <laughs> Crying in his beer. But <laughs> <laughs> well, then, uh, where is it? When is it? It's this Thursday. We better get a wriggle on. You told Les now and we got it. He said, "Well, you shut up. I've got some. Got to tell you something." 
So he makes a makes Jerry shut the uh, the office door. He just sort of like um, don't know how to say this, Jerry, but you're uh, you're dying. It's like no, I'm not. I got the all clear. No, no, you're dying. No, I got the all clear. It's like no, I had to I had to come up with something. I were under pressure, and I basically had to tell the 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 commissioners at Talent Trek that you were dying. <laughs> <laughs> it's a proper fucking shitty thing to do. <laughs> so you thought that I was dying? I, I was desperate, Jerry. They asked me how you were. They asked me how you were, and I said I didn't think you'd see Christmas. <laughs> well, and that swung it. They loved it. They said it could be a swan song. <laughs> yeah. well, clearly, Brian didn't think he was taking uh, Jerry St. Clair to Corfu, did he? Yeah, true. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. But then, but I'm, he reiterates again. But I'm all clear. <laughs> Brian says, "Trust you to bloody ruin everything." <laughs> oh, You're all clear, but we're not, are we? We're in the bloody red. Up to here with bills. We're going tits up. We're in a crack catch twenty-one situation. <laughs> Which, if you don't realise, people, it's it's known as a catch-22. <laughs> or 21. But we're in a catch-21 situation, Jerry. Only you can get us out of it. How? Pretend you're dying. <laughs> Which follows up with again. But I'm all clear. <laughs> oh, dear. We so come back, put back outside. And uh, Max is uh, preparing the immobiliser. <laughs> just sort of like talking into this little box of just sort of like I'm in the mobile I'm in the alarm I'm in the he starts with the difference between the Invader 2000 you have a box standard security systems that you've got the facility to record and personalise your alarm <laughs> <laughs> which is I, I, I swear it's an exact rip off from sort of like the description is given on uh, armchair superstore <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's like a word for word copy yeah. But it is the bit where he's got the box which is pulled out the size of my, my mixer, which you guys currently can't see off screen, but it's. I've seen that... it! <laughs> <laughs> Arming the invader. Like... Just flick the switch. What? <laughs> flick the switch. Yeah, the Raymond's there. Flick, just sort flicking of like... the switch. Flicking the switch. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something to describe it as, as size wise. It's about. Oh, God. It's, been, it's almost like a bloody shoe. It's like a kid's shoe box. Yeah. Really yes, yes, size, yes, like. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> it's like a brick, I would say, actually. A house brick. <laughs> so then we see uh, Max flicks the switch and the side lights come on. <laughs> see them lighting up now. See, it is now now alarmed and any exterior force will trigger it. <laughs> so it goes to so, pull the handle, nothing happens. <laughs> gently rocks it. It's new, it'll need tweaking, maybe and panic so maybe if you just bang boots it. Boots yeah. it. <laughs> who, who can do the best Max's voice here? I can do it possibly. Get back, you bastard! I'll break your legs. <laughs> Get back, you bastard! I'll break your legs. <laughs> he just that's got me, Max. That's my got, voice. Yeah, Max going, that's me that and Paddy goes, Now that is that shit is up. Shit up. <laughs> and the price you can afford. 
And then he cut back to uh, Brian's office. And the, the conversation that Brian and Jerry have, you can still hear in the background, yeah. like very, very faintly. Get back, you bastard. I'm waiting on... <laughs> oh, I, I always find it's the it's the very little, the small little details, the little things with this show that just make it that much more memorable. Yeah. It's like they're having a serious conversation and there's that going in the background. <laughs> you just you're just hearing like every every couple of seconds. But when it what amazed what ama- I found amazing is when they got to like the serious point where the conversation was like oh like when like sort of when Jerry drops a bombshell mm. it's like pa- um, I think Max must turn the alarm off because he goes going, doo, doo, and Max is like oh <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> so, yeah. it, just, it just shows all the little things that I paid attention to. Mm. <laughs> you know, in this show, it's little things. It's amazing. So yeah, so, uh, Brian's trying to convince Jerry to go along with this whole thing, and that's when um, Jerry drops the thing of uh, potentially going on. Um, oh, what's what's Dougie's surname? Dougie Hayes. Dougie that's Hayes. Yeah. He's already mentioned that it's just sort of like there's a possibility of him going on one of his uh, cruises, and. Um, Brian's just sort of like, oh, 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 oh. Ah, ah, I see, I see. When do, when do you ship out? Next month. It's like, oh, well, uh, it's more reason for you to do it. Go out with a bang, so to speak. <laughs> he says, uh, he says, oh, I'm Bamford, but I'm more bothered about this club, Jerry Digden. We deserve this. We deserve the pot at the end of the rainbow. Do it, Jerry. Do this one thing. <laughs> Be the hero. <laughs> Go out in style. <laughs> <laughs> And that brings us to the end of part one. <laughs> so then uh, we jump in with part two and we're in the uh, the Galaxy Lounge. Uh, we've got Right Said Freddy, t- Right Said Freddy, Right Said Frank, even, sorry, who turn up both two ball blokes wearing uh, t shirts with muscles drawn on. <laughs> and they, they have a sticker, a Right Said Frank sticker, which is stick over Las Alamos. Yeah. <laughs> They're currently doing the sound checks. <laughs> so we've got Jerry and Brian backstage. What uh, Jerry is watching on. This is what we want, Jerry. Packed out, grand final. We should probably <laughs> mention. We should probably mention as well as sort of like pretty much every sit. Well, bar probably like opening night. Every single time there's been a said event on at the Phoenix Club, um, it's been bare bones really. Yeah, so this, is, this is like the first time since the since the pilot episode that there's been a packed out crowd. Yeah, which which obviously reinforces um, Potter's line before we're saying that basically it was up tit, up they got they were going tits up. Mm. So. <laughs> so then Jerry's like looking on stage. How many keyboards need him? It's talent trek. That's not bloody live aid. <laughs> <laughs> But then Brian right. again with the immortal line of "Shut up, your girl." <laughs> so it's like just before you go out on stage to put this on. It's like a um, baby blue um, baseball, baseball yeah. cap with the Chorley FM logo. On oh, it. oh, he's got the picture. Where is it? Uh, that one. There you are. Yeah, there you it see is. It. Makes him look yeah. ill. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why am I wearing this? And Brian just goes, "It'll make you look ill." <laughs> 
Got to look like you're dying, Brian. Got to look like you're dying, Jerry. <laughs> like a little wink. <laughs> I can't, Brian. Honest, you can, Jerry. Go on, live the dream. Don't forget Go you're for dying. The, yeah, you got it. <laughs> He's aiming for the royal castle lock at the end. <laughs> so then, right said Frank going to Seasons in the Sun with Jerry confused and like just ran with start singing. <laughs> Very unenthusiastically. <laughs> just sort of like as he's performing, they sort of cut to um, some of the older Phoenix, Phoenix Club regulars. And they're sort of like... Wiping tears away. Yeah. Wiping tears away, they're obviously just sort of like, oh god, Jerry's dying. And um, one of the <laughs> one of the right said Frank members, the one who's had sort of like the the, the keyboard, um, finger mm. bob. I don't I, I don't know what you technically call it. Call it. It's, not, it's yeah. not it's not a keyboard, is it? It's, it's, it's I don't know. I think it's just a full-size keyboard he's picked up. Just yeah, the, the, pi- the picture looks like it, but it's got like loudspeaker on the side as well. So whether it's like a just yeah, just keyboard in it. Yeah. <laughs> Key- <laughs> keyboard. Keyboard. keyboard, keyboard he's, he's wearing it like it's a guitar. So like he holds, he, he hands a Jerry a um a piece of paper and he unfolds it and it just it just has the word collapse on it. <laughs> To which Sherry looks to the side of the to, <laughs> to the front of the stage and there's Brian at one of the sides just sort of like giving them the thumbs up. <laughs> and then the little hand symbol is just sort of like, you know, fall over. <laughs> thumbs up. Fuck's sake. So Jerry, Jerry continues singing and we have Den Perry enter with two of his cronies. And then a couple, and then a couple of the regulars like put the lighters in the air, swinging it from side to side. <laughs> Brian rolls over to Den Perry, vase in hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Opens up with, "Look what the cat spat out." <laughs> Den Perry, have you come out to see how it's done? I never missed talent check, Brian. You know that. That's a pretty then, good Den Perry. <laughs> that's that, yeah. That, I was gonna say that's a that's a, that's a pretty good uh, pretty good Dan Dan Perry to be honest with you. It's one of the I few, think, I think, the few I think impressions got, I can do well. I think we've got Coxie's uh, Coxie's character sorted before we do this. <laughs> 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 oh, Coxie's gonna be Dan Perry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? He's got a white. Uh, White, white, white suit, over, white tocks, yeah, with a black, black uh, bow tie. Can we make, can we make Christ be young, be young Kenny, then, and make him have tiger face paint on, then, please? <laughs> tiger face <laughs> paint, woolly hat on. <laughs> Just tie a bottle of Swarfiga or something round his. <laughs> well, actually, to be honest with you, would he, would Christ be up to wearing a Man City top? Because to be honest with you, we can probably give that to. So I need to be honest with you. Oh, he'd be up for that. <laughs> he probably would, to be fair, if you got yeah. a cheap one. Well, seeing as he's the baldy bouncer, you have to make him paddy, actually, thinking about it. You have to make Christ paddy. Give him a toupee style in the way that uh, Paddy's hair turns out in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm quite happy to be Max. I'm quite happy to be Max. <laughs> So we've got a bit of a back and forth with Brian and Dan. 
which is uh, they're talking about the gold. It been the golden goose, and then Brian says it's just beginning. This you better get used to it. <laughs> then as Dan says, you've not lost the pot of touch. I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> then we can hear Jerry doing a full speech, uh, and he op- introduces the first uh, first act. Yeah, it's the very first act. Yeah, it, it's the last thing that sings. It's the lassie that sings, but it's also, I think, the same lassie who appeared on that Peter Kay thing. Which I haven't which seen. Which we'll be covering at some point. We but will be. Spoilers. There is a... Spoilers. <laughs> they, they, I mentioned it last week, it's fine, they know. Well, no, they yeah, know, they know. It's, um, there's yet to be an official announcement. Yeah. <laughs> well. but it's going it's to be a roller coaster for me, Lou, because we both haven't seen it, so... Yeah. <laughs> um... So Dan chimes in with "Long live the Phoenix." <laughs> so then Brian goes, "What long live the Phoenix, Dennis?" And they, they clink with glasses, and as they as they're about to drink, both of them go, "Bastard!" Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, cut, cuts back to Jerry. We are welcome on stage. At number one, it's Michelle Coffee. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, because as as Jerry is introducing, he goes Michelle, and then the sort of like universal symbol for sort of like you know phone, and then just goes coffee. I was like, oh okay. <laughs> so yeah, uh, she starts singing, and right said Frank start using keyboard sound effects to like. It's fucking awful at the same time. It's hilarious. You can just see her sort of like breaking down in the middle of the song because I'm ruining oh, it for her. You can hear it in her voice because like literally it gets to sort of like the second verse and she's like, you can reach me behind. <laughs> what is it? There's a, it's like the line is like, you can reach me by airplane. <laughs> you just, you just say, Because like the first one's sort of like, you can, be, you can reach me by mail train and you just hear the sound effect of, <laughs> But it says like you, 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 what is it? The Arab man and stuff like that. It starts getting really dodgy. <laughs> <laughs> I shall not repeat the sound effect. <laughs> well then, uh, cuts to Jerry backstage and he stood there with Rave on. He's like, I told him, I told him they'd be like this. <laughs> but then we quickly jump to the, uh, the the church hall, which which shows a, po- a poster of the Crack of the Musical. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> what do they name the musical, Coxie? Uh, it's just Karate Kid the Musical, isn't it? I think. No, there's a particular. It's named in a particular way. Let me try and find it. So as I say, I just carry on, carry on. I'll uh, I'll try and uh, find it. All right, well, we've got uh, <laughs> uh, so we cut we cut into the church hall. There's a small audience. The curtains open, and we see a table with a bonsai tree on it. Les walks on and dangles <laughs> some wheels of BMX on stage with a suitcase. It's a fire hazard. Bonds. It's a fire hazard that bonsai tree. <laughs> there were singe marks There's, on it. <laughs> we've got a, a cardboard sign as well with California written on it, and then Les jumps into his. My name is Mr Miyagi from Okinawa. <laughs> <laughs> this is the story of Danielson. A young street punk from New Jersey who came to California with a suitcase full of dreams and left a karate kit. 
<laughs> but then he goes from that voice, he even puts in like a little affliction of like a New Jersey accent whilst he's doing the Oriental accent, which completely threw me. <laughs> but then we hear a mobile phone go off, he just jumps straight into normal. Can you turn your mobile phone off, please, love? <laughs> Yeah, I, I I found the poster that was uh, that was put outside. I thought it was something funny, but it was sort of like it's it's incredibly low key. So um, the the poster itself is just sort of like in the top left hand corner has got a um, a bald guy with a blue headband on, and he's got sort of like a white gi with sort of like blue sashes on, mm-hmm. um, and it just says St Peter's Youth Group presents the world premiere of Triumph over Adversity. Lyrics and music by Les Campbell and Alan Dalton. Which is uh, we get a little preview of uh, the lyrics and music in the next uh, in the next scene that comes along. Ah, I didn't pick up on that. <laughs> See, I, I didn't I, I didn't really pick up on it. I just sort of like made a point of just sort of like oh I thought he said something funny when in actuality he didn't. <laughs> you know, hey how. So we we cut back into the Galaxy Lounge. We've got two builders on stage singing Bridge to Your Heart. Oh, God. There we go. Oh, oh yes. (laughs) They've got glittery hats and glittery boots on. Mm. Uh, Right, said Frank, nip backstage with, just nipping out for a fag, Jerry. And Jerry just says, good. (laughs) (laughs) And they go out through the, um, they go out through the fire, fire door. Sort of like there's a little pause after they go out, and then Ray Bond sort of like is just sort of like, why is this fire door open? And then just closes it shut. And Ray Bond onto him. We, we cut to the uh, the gents' toilet where Pad- Paddy puts his visor on and he's adjusting it and that. <laughs> and he uh, has his little box with spray main. It's yeah, the culmination. He's got to make sure he's have that visor on to protect from permanent blindness. Remember, it's the culmination <laughs> since episode one. Just sort of like. <laughs> Is Paddy going bald? The thing is, he is he isn't, but sort of like you know the constant jabs from Maxons, all their mates have sort of like got to him, so he's just sort of like, oh, I'll show them I'm not bald. <laughs> so we see him adjust the visor. He takes out the spray main. I think he starts shaking or something. Doesn't he? He's in for a penny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he says in for a penny and then starts spraying. So then uh, cut back to right said Frank who knock on the door and Ray lets him in and they're carrying a hold all. And that's when Ray starts getting suspicious. Mm. <laughs> uh, we hear Jerry out. The, the singing builders finish and we hear Jerry out a shot saying, well done, the singing builders. Well done, lads. The singing builders. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, back in the church hall, Les is teaching Daniel son. The other kids are silhouetted on stage. <laughs> Alan had a small keyboard around his neck with them all singing Sign the deck, sign the deck oh, yeah. Clap, clap <laughs> Paint the fence, paint the fence Paint the fence, clap, clap <laughs> Wax on, wax, wax off. off Wax on, wax off uh, Now you, now are, you karate are karate kid, kid. <laughs> And it just finishes Audience applauds no, golf there's, claps. Golf claps. <laughs> there's like literally sort of like the shot that they have is of sort of like the performance that's give, given on stage. And there's probably about sort of like five people in yeah. shot of the audience. And you literally just hear a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
it's like uh, it's like a situation where you know when no one applauses and then all of a sudden some person does and everyone sort of like starts applauding but it's all out of time yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so there's we cut back to the gents toilet and we just see yeah young mary with paddy it's like paddy oh, are you in there before before mary comes in she's just sort of like um paddy's checking out his new hairdo in the mirror and it's sort of uh his 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 hair has grown uh exponentially yeah he's he's he's, he's more closely measured in meters rather than centimeters <laughs> and there was a nice little um it's a nice little pro to what the ending goes down to. It's that Paddy chucks the um, the can in the trash in the trash can. His, oh yeah, his hair can, his hair spray in the trash can. That's called foreboding. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, yeah, he throws his spray in the bin. Checks his appearance in the middle east. Right, come in. <laughs> there he comes in, just sort of like, "Have you done something to your hair?" And Paddy's just sort of like, "No." Oh. It always gets, always gets <laughs> like this when, uh, when it grows out lot, when it grows, when he grows out. It out it's, yeah. It's, uh, oh, it's Mary. It grows really quick. Do you like it? <laughs> Mary keeps trying to touch it, and he keeps batting, her, batting Mary's hand away. <laughs> <laughs> and then we cut uh, back on stage we've got a ventriloquist monkey act on stage which, oh, oh god wow. oh this is cringeworthy <laughs> so we had the ventriloquist friends may forsake me what will you do daddy <laughs> <laughs> I just probably... let them all forsake me for I still have you we should probably make mention that this this is sort of like an, an elderly gentleman like doing a ventriloquism act with a monkey yeah. Like wrapped wrapped round his well, he's got his arm the monkey's got his arms wrapped round his neck. And just sort of like, you know, doing the ventriloquism stuff. It's like literally stuff that you would probably see on um from like people begging for change on sort of like a a busy busy like busy shopping street or whatever. Mm. No, 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 no. Not in Blackpool. I've seen it before in Southport and I've seen like similar stuff in Liverpool City Centre so. oh, that would be too tame for Blackpool we get people with tape decks dressed as Superman dancing like they're on acid so <laughs> I distinctly remember sort of like there's one particular homeless fella in the middle of uh, Liverpool City Centre who literally has like a kid's you know sort of like the, the kid's karaoke sets just sort of like the luminescent um, microphones. Yes. He'll literally just sort of like be like that. He'll have one of them uh, ultraviolet like suit from top to bottom, and he'll literally be on the on the middle of the street going. <laughs> so you, you, mean, know, you mean he was cosplayed as a nineties modem? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> That is exactly how I would describe it. <laughs> so, so we hear Jerry, Jerry again out of view. With there you go, ladies and gentlemen, keep it going. I'll be prepared to be amazed by Miss Bolly the Muff. Bolly the Muff. And it's a, uh, it's a baton twirler. <laughs> like probably something that you probably see if you went to sort of like a Morris dance festival. Mm. Yes, exactly that. Or at the beginning, or at the front of a parade or something. Mm. 
So then uh, we see right said Frank go outside with the hold all. Ray is still suspicious, so he goes to watch him. Uh, Robin a car. So he runs back inside to tell Jerry and Kenny Senior. Oh, <laughs> God. Quickly cut to one of them off on stage having a twirl. Not, li- not literally. literally, of course, but... Well, in a way. In a way, she is, yeah. In a way, but not literally. Uh, then back in the car park, we say, Jerry, shit, I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> which, <is> nice for... <laughs> which, which will be a nice reference point for a line that Brian Potter says in a little bit. <laughs> but then, Kenny, you find the police, we'll tackle, tackle him. Kenny Senior runs off. What do you mean, me? And then <laughs> Jerry just well, points we, in. We won't. I'm ill, remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As Jerry Jerry's say the line of sort of like, I'm ill, remember? He's pointing to his trolley FM baseball cap that he's still got <laughs> on his head. <laughs> I missed that little point. And <laughs> so Jerry goes off and Ray just says, right. Runs towards right, said Frank. Bottle of the muff continues. Uh, Ray approaches right, said Frank. What are you up to, boys? It's like, bloody hell. Nearly gave me a fright then. And then he literally goes to Ray Bond, I think you better get out of here, pal. It's like Ray's just sort of like, yeah, probably should. And he jumps on one of them. <laughs> and they both sort of like um, waist lock him and then just sort of like push him into Max's car. And <laughs> the alarm goes off. So instead of a case of, get back, you bastards. I'll break your legs. Max disappears like a meerkat and goes, oh, what? <laughs> Max Max is on the door and he's literally jumping from step to step <laughs> until he hears the alarm go off and as you say Paul it's like a meerkat and just sort of like oh that's my alarm go off <laughs> and just runs that round the corner in the most awkward way possible so then uh, <laughs> right said Frank continuing on Ray Paddy's in the toilets with Mary and it seems to be having a bit of a why don't you tell me what's wrong? And she's literally in the case of just going, oh, I, I, it's just a case of I, I don't see you as often as I'd like to do. And literally, as, you, as she's in the middle of like doing this sentence, she just had Paddy. <laughs> just he push, the alarm. push you in the face as he's hearing the alarm, just sort of like, oh, hang on, that's the, that's uh, Max's alarm going off there. <laughs> and then rushes out. Ray's still fighting, right, said Frank. Max approaches, backlit by the security light. <laughs> All right, Ray, you need some help. I wouldn't <laughs> mind. <laughs> but then Frank says, what are you going to do, old man, on your own? And then Paddy walks out the shadows. He's not on his own. <laughs> Max looks at Paddy he's like, you're wearing a wig. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done to your hair? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I swear you're wearing a wig. I'm not wearing a wig. <laughs> All the time that they're fighting, they're still committing this. Sort of like, you sure you're not wearing a wig? I'm telling you, I'm not wearing a wig. <laughs> yeah, having this back and forth while they're having this fight um, with the. Oh. <coughs> Kenny Senior's pushing Brian out of the club towards the fight. <laughs> Sweet baby James, call the police. <laughs> the call, call back to sort of like <laughs> Brian stealing Jerry's line, sort of like, I knew this would happen. Knew this would happen. It's uh, well, it's what are those car stereos? And then Frank's like, "Time to get off me, Potter." <laughs> he's, I knew you'd be like this. <laughs> Paddy's there. Who's that? The Fonz. <laughs> 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 I 
Jer- Jerry runs over. I've, I've caught an interval. They're getting a bit restless. <laughs> looks at Paddy strangely. Is what we're going to do? Back. So Frank says, "Get off." <laughs> Brian looks at right. Says Frank and says, "Shut up, you girl." <laughs> <laughs> and says, "Gets out his mobile." He's like, "We're going to have to beg Jerry." And Les now Les and uh, D- Danielson's girlfriend Ali are on one side. Uh, Danielson is about to win. He's going to perform the crane kick. <laughs> <laughs> And Alan, sweep the leg, no mercy, finish him. <laughs> Les says, Danielson, always the eyes. <laughs> His mobile goes off. He's like, what? Hello, Leslie, it's Brian, you're busy. <laughs> what do you want? How do you fancy your whole job back tonight? I mean, to be fair, they were pretty much at the end of their uh, end of the musical, so. <laughs> but then... Uh, we have uh, come back to the Galaxy Lounge. We have Jerry. Ladies and gentlemen, you're welcome back at very short notice. The best back in band in club land. It's Les Alanos. And they walk back on stage in the Karate Kid gear. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had time to change, Coxie. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a little reference um, you will should pick up on in that Peter K thing. And I'll say no more. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, they, they say symbolically rip up the uh, right said Frank sign that was on the drum. <laughs> yes, they rip up the sign, so they got Les Alamos back on the drum, and then we have Jerry. As you know, there can only be one winner. We're getting to the final, they're all winners. They're all winners. Whoa, 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 whoa. hang on! <laughs> I'm coming! I have the I results. the results! <laughs> it's Brian Potter, ladies and gentlemen. Give him a round of applause. <laughs> 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 Like, I have the results, but not for Talent Trek. It's like, as you know, uh, Jerry, he's, he's he's not been very well. He's been touch and go, really. <laughs> well, no, it gets better. He, he, he also throws in the line of, I don't know if you've noticed, I'm disabled, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> he follows it with, I can't stand up here on uh, the stage every night like this brave man can, <laughs> singing and dancing for your entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the guilty shit house. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> but then it's he does the whole bit of, like, uh, these are the results of those tests, Jerry. And even Jerry's like, I can't believe you're doing this. <laughs> it's, like, off off microphone as well, so, like, hardly anybody else can hear. It's not over <laughs> house mic. It's like, I can't believe you're doing this. No. <laughs> so, yeah, for me, so he's, um, Potter's got the... He's waving the envelope about. There's, I think there's a lady in the crowd. It's, a, it's like, because it's a gold envelope. And she's like, oh, gold envelope. Must be pooping. <laughs> <laughs> So then <laughs> Brian opens the envelope and it's it's an all clear, ladies and gentlemen. Jerry's got an all clear. Hit it, boys, and they start playing celebration. It's <laughs> literally Brian's there. Terms of just sort of like um oh yeah, Jerry's in the all clear and all of that. Um and uh <laughs> like Brian keeps like reaching his reaching his arm out, sort of like, you know, come on, Jerry. Come on, Jerry, join in. And Jerry, like, every time <laughs> Brian attempts, just, like, literally keeps slapping his arm away. <laughs> well, then, there's a whole bit where Brian's singing, doesn't he? He's changing the lyrics. Says, Jerry's yeah. better. He's got the all clear. Yeah. <laughs> then he says, thank you very much. Thank you, along with the phoenix. And then... Well, we uh, fade out to an empty room. Empty room, holding Mary and young Mary are collecting glasses. 
Den Perry in the toilet is drying his hands with another man taking a piss. <laughs> Turns around, does his fly. Cracking, cracking little, little club, isn't it? And Den's looking in the mirror, just sort of like, oh yeah, cracking little club. Takes a puff of his cigar and just sort of like, long lives the Phoenix. Long he the doesn't Phoenix. doesn't stub the cigar out. He just drops it, still burning in the trash can. Which is full of paper towels. Just full of paper towels, but you can't see the uh, the hairspray can. Mm. Which obviously you see go up in quite spectacular fashion. Mm. <laughs> Cut back to uh, Jerry's locking the fry doors and Brian's wheeling himself along behind him. So I can't believe he did that tonight. <laughs> did what? <laughs> you know. Oh, they love you, Jerry. They love this. They'll kill you to find out. They'll not find out. You don't trust me, do you? And Jerry doesn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> and we see the waste bin on fire in the toilets and the disabled boy money box uh, with smoke coming through under the door. At this point, I sort of like, I, I wrote in my note, I wrote in my notes that this was a little callback to episode two. Because, uh, as again, no, not episode two, episode three. See, I almost made the same mistake as I did when uh, when we did the initial recordings. Um, oh. You know, with uh, Keith Lard, fire safety and all that. Um, ah. But they never got round to doing, getting all the checks done. So, you know, how are they, how are they supposed to know that a, uh, there's a fire in the building? Well, they can't because they haven't got it. Uh, they haven't got it authorized by the fire inspector. And no, it's still fire alarms going off as well. Mm. <laughs> Always well, they, they, but they got the all. They got the the all clear, though, didn't they? Off the. Uh, yeah, they got the all clear. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> A couple of photos here and there. <laughs> People will believe <laughs> anything. Yeah. You know what? You throw enough shit, sometimes some sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! So then uh, we have uh, we're in the car park. We have Brian and Jerry. You'll be off on your cruise soon. I suppose I better start looking for a new compare. We'll miss you, Jerry. You know that, don't you? Will you miss us? I said no. Like, no. What? What? <laughs> I'm not going. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry, sort of like there going. Can you imagine me on a on a cruise? I'd be seasick all the time, mind you. To, to be honest with you, I miss this place too much. It was like, oh yeah. Well, he Sweet gives you the, the great line as well. I threw up on a pedalo once. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's right. You know it, Joey. This is where you belong. This is it, me and you. This is just a start. This is just the beginning. Aye, not much, but it's our Caesar's Palace. <laughs> Correct. And you see uh, flames looking around towards the, the money box. Jerry's car driving out and they're pulling out the car park and Brian says who won talent track? The <laughs> Ventura Quist The He didn't He's He's moving bloody, He was moving his bloody lips He's like <laughs> yeah Jerry go well I should know I booked him He's like oh for Christ's sake and then there's a pause as the the car's driving past sort of like the, 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 driving past the club and you just hear Brian go how much should we pay in the monkey? <laughs> Then we see flames through the curtains. Yeah, yeah the the, the ember glow from the uh, through the uh, through the window. And as I say, cuts credits. There's no act. There's no after credit scenes with sort of like potential acts that are going to be going on. And that's it. Yeah, just roll the credits. It. Yeah, and that's season one of Phoenix Nights. In the immortal words of Gordon Ramsay, season one done. 
<laughs> we've done season one now we've got to do season two <laughs> for, for those who couldn't see then I was doing the full Gordon Ramsay way like pretty much karate chops his hand like we, was, we yeah. must do this and we must do this season two with Phoenix Knights it's uh, it's <laughs> brown breaking full of comedy and it's absolute comedy gold <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I've had a bit to drink, ladies and gentlemen, so sort of like words <laughs> failed me. It's a shame we didn't reference Gordon Ramsay on the uh, the open mic night because the the, the the student who's like, you're not funny. <laughs> Just so he kind of like cutting like a Gordon Ramsay line of, look at you, you fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Well, that's the end of uh, that's the end of series one, fellas. It is. We it's made it. Funnily enough. Um, I was watching the credits back earlier. I only watched it like late this afternoon because I've been out all day. And um, I, I thought there was actually a, like a bit in the credits where Brian's like, he, he, Brian's like, so I think I thought Brian noticed it, but I think that's in season two. No, the it's the start. It's the first episode the of, start season of season two. two. And uh, but I thought it was in the credits of this, and I, I, I forgot it. Like carried over sort of thing. So. Yeah, I stuck around like a Marvel movie as well. So, <laughs> you know, thinking it was being after scene credits and thoughts and then I realised as soon as it went back to the DVD menu screen, I was like, oh, I see. Mm. And it was like, you must have known there was a season two coming. So, but saying that, it could have ended it there with the Phoenix Pack Club burning down, so you never know. But, um, yeah, it, 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 it definitely is a point where they start driving away and, it, and you literally just hear Barry Potter go, Jerry, club's on fire! <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I think that's the first line of season two, so... Yeah. I'm not looking I'm not looking at season two yet till we get to it, so I'm... The ball's uh, sitting there. Also, if you have the... Uh... Official DVD for season two. The um the first line that opens up before the you know the main DVD menu comes up is Brian Potter going, Jerry, can you smell smoke? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is literally the first thing that comes up. Mm. Mm. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, season two, lads. I think it. I think yeah. I think it needs to get done. Through um, series one, uh, it's. Just thinking, what's the initial thoughts on what we've uh, we've run through over the past? Well, for me, it's been five episodes. For you guys, it's been six. Just uh, five for me. You. I had to miss one because my computer was a complete arse. Of course, yeah. But yes, I, 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 <laughs> longest Cox, running cast member. <laughs> Cox is the only one that's been here for the duration. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I, I think it it's a it's a it's fucking hilarious to be fair. Even like now. Um, it's probably one of the best TV shows that's come out in the north in the 2000s, sort of in the noughties or whatever. And I think watching it back, there's like you can easily just sit there. And for me, it's like there's a reason why they don't have it on every week on Dave or whatever, because you just get bloody sick of it if you did. But watching it once in a blue moon like this, it's just you, you forget bits like some of the the one the, the little lines and stuff, or mm. you go back and you're like, oh, I didn't realise that, or you forget you forget about like the the fruit machine and stuff, even though Absolutely. this this, this uh, Phoenix Knights um, page on Facebook done all these little funny videos and that. Like, mm. 
It's like the light. It's like when you, obviously you. I remember the Talent Trek episode going back. Obviously, what episode we just watched, and I remember Brian Potter coming out and going and singing along like, "Look, like Jerry's better." I remember all that lot. But I don't, <laughs> and I, when I think back to the episode, and I think back to that bit that made me absolutely pissing myself last night was when. Um, when that woman said, oh, it's a shiny envelope, it must be Booper. I, I never feel thought of that before <laughs> going back and watching it. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's, it, it's, little, you, it's like you'll remember when you think back to Phoenix Nights, you'll remember the general gist of what each episode was about. Like, you'll remember um, the racist song in the first episode. You'll remember Keith Lard in the second episode. You'll remember... Yeah. Um, you know, the Robot Wars episode. You mm. remember bits and bobs and things like that, but there's things, satellite around that, that you might not remember and pick up because they're very <laughs> subtle jokes mm-hmm. that you'll come back to and you think you'll absolutely split your size at these little tiny jokes. You know, I mean, it's like the running gag going all the way through the series of, you know, P- Paddy being bald, going bald. It's quite easy to forget about because it's sort of like background noise. Yeah. Mm. Throughout the whole thing, but it, as you watch it through, it's, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, a, it, there is like sort of tiny little things sprinkled throughout. Well, both series really, but it's sort of like little, little, little bits here and there in in each episode that's that's been and gone. Yeah, I mean, it was, mm. it was like little, little tiny, little like interchanging storylines as we're going through. And it's like every character had a little role in it, sort of thing. Even Holy Mary, who was like the concerned mum for <laughs> young Mary, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, there was, you know, even young Kenny had points, you know. It, yeah. It, he gets utilised <laughs> more in the second series as young Kenny, but in the oh, first, yes. you know what I mean? He has some. Well, you've got like Les Alnos as well, aren't you, in that? And because uh, even with like the first episode, it's like, where's Alan? <sighs> Strandra. Strandra. Stranra. 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 In Scotland. Stranra. In Scotland. Today. Stranra. Bloody Anjani. <laughs> get me my Zantac. Can you get me Zantac? <laughs> you want to see me funeral, lads? Because it's coming. <laughs> it's just little bits. It's like there's always something there that you've not noticed before. Like, for example, with um, when the dartboard got stolen. Coxie <laughs> only thought there was like the outline of the dartboard, but... When I said to him that the dartboard had actually been drawn on with pet with pen or crayon or something, and they were carrying on playing. Yeah. <laughs> is that, That's oh, what shit. I mean, though. Sometimes it is literally like a blink and you'll miss it joke sort of thing. Mm. Like, like the, the, there's probably that still loads of stuff like the posters in the background and all that sort of thing that you you probably won't notice on like your first viewing, but even like or even two or three viewings. But like watching now, you're sort of more you're watching it to analyze it rather than watching it just because you want to sort of thing it's like you pick up on these little details it's the story i was gonna say i think it's also sort of it it changed comedy a lot in a way for people especially in that like when you in going back to the uh the builder singing on stage it's like is that to my builder singing that singing acapoco Mm. And all that sort of thing. So it's like you just get like those again, those sort of pot of mannerisms where it's like we've got catch twenty one situation. Oh yeah, <laughs> we're gonna get shit shape. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> things like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, you do miss those on your flight. You think back, if, if you don't watch the DVD for years and you think back to Phoenix, like, you'd possibly think about, um, like I say, the band in the first episode. You'd think back to, but maybe Baldy Bouncer when falling mm-hmm. through the window. You might think about the uh, singles night. That's a cracking one. Keith Lair, definitely, you know, things like that. The Wild West night. Things like that. You'll think back to the main things, but it's like there's little, like I say, there's like little subtle things that intertwine and wait that come into themselves. Like I would never think back going back to seasons. This episode actually we just done today. If I think back to obviously this episode, I think talent track. I think put the place the place falling down. I think get back your bastards and break your legs. I don't ever. I don't even think in my head that actually Dem Perry and Pete and Brian Potter actually interacted at all. No. In that episode. Yeah. And you only realise that when you watch it back again. It's like, oh shit, they actually had some dialogue. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's one of them. It's, it's all these things. It's, it's, it's that jam-packed. It's going to lose some. It's like, filling, it's like filling a glass up with water. You can have it half full. But if you keep the tap on, which is what they do with the humour in this episode, it's going to overflow and you're going to miss some. <laughs> it's just, that's the way it is. So what about you, Lewis? What's your overall take on the series so far? Uh, yeah, as I say, sort of, this is the first time that I've gone back, sort of looking intensely, you know, because mm. you you can sort of like you can watch stuff for just sort of like the sake of watching stuff because you want to watch something enjoyable, and then there's when you're doing what I'm doing and you're sort of like researching stuff for. A podcast and it, it it's it's one of those where you sort of like you pick up on some little things or there's some things that you might not be able to pick up on but as i say the the, the five episodes that have that i've done have been incredibly enjoyable and mm-hmm. can't wait to get to series two but there is uh there is a little fork in the road that we need to go down before <laughs> we get there absolutely yeah we have uh we need to address that one really don't we yeah <laughs> we do so as I previously alluded, alluded to, even is the word hinted uh, at. I, I hint, yes, I, I un, very unvaguely hinted at <laughs> uh, that uh, on the next episode we will be taking a, a look back even further in, well, further earlier into Peter Kay's career as we uh, <laughs> we venture into different areas of Bolton and even areas of Blackpool, apparently, which are well, Bolton. It's in Lancashire, leave him alone. <laughs> well, so uh yeah, we've got seven episodes to cover, that's including the pilot Jeez. of uh, a little known comedy that came out in nineteen ninety nine called That Peter K thing. And yeah. ironic- ironically the uh, the pilot episode is based on Brian Potter's uh, based around Brian Potter's old Old club called the Neptune, the Neptune Club. Yeah, yeah, if I remember correctly. Is that the I pilot? Don't... I don't think it was. The, I thought there was a different one. The pilot. I'm pretty sure it's the, pretty sure it's the the pilot episode. Because like, I remember after we recorded the last Phoenix Nights episode two weeks ago, when you were talk talking about um that Peter K thing, I mm. went and re- well, I went I went and looked it up. And I distinctly remember. Ah, oh, no, you're wrong. Oh, I'm not. Uh, epi- oh, uh, 
the the in the club is episode one. There is a, there is an actual pilot called the services. Ah uh, yes, I seem to remember Which you saying is on, on the DVD. If you can get all, it might be on on available online somewhere. But there is a pilot called where it's like based at Chorley Services. Ah uh, yes, I'll look it up. Yeah, fact, I'm, I'm not going to endorse which website they are because I really would. Honestly, you're missing out on an experience if you don't get the DVDs because some of the extras on there are absolute gold. You know <laughs> what I mean? And yes, you can watch the episodes by themselves on certain streaming websites, but you need to get the DVDs. I mean, the, t- the tuppence. I mean, I was looking on. Um, a certain website called uh, Music Magpie, and for example, the Max and Paddy um, fitness DVD you can get for all of three quid delivered. So it's it's the, the, you can get them for peanuts, absolute peanuts. It's worth doing. Like I say, ten minutes of armchair superstore. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ten minutes of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just go get the DVDs. Don't be lazy. Well, just stream you, it, buy them. Yeah, you, you do miss out on some brilliant uh, outtakes and deleted scenes and times and stuff. Even like the cave and the commentary sometimes was hilarious because it's just them like ripping on each other. Absolutely, I need to watch time, it with so. the commentary. Actually, that might be one of my two things to do just for pleasure. Mm. Um, it's not often I watch stuff with commentary. The last thing I watched with commentary on was the original Resident Evil movie. <laughs> so you know, with Mila Jovovich and pointing out a twat shot Mm. um but yeah um i wish i'll do that but there's also the easter eggs which i accidentally discovered while messing around with the dvds yesterday (laughs) on season two so (laughs) which i will talk to you after the recording because i do not want to spoil it so for the (laughs) our listening audience well yeah so if you join us next time uh this probably will be on its new its own separate feed after this episode goes live yeah so if you want to continue listening just jump over to the new feed unsubscribe and subscribe well don't unsubscribe but subscribe to the, the, <laughs> the phoenix pod <laughs> feed don't as all future episodes will be on there <laughs> including uh the absolute title that peter k thing as we have a look at the services <laughs> if we can get hold of it <laughs> oh it's it, it's I've literally I had a I had a look just then and it is available online. Awesome, that'll do for me. Uh, so yes, I think. Uh, well, Paulie might plug you saw some plugs. All right, you can find me on the UK RAD Live podcast. We're on all the major podcasts like streaming services out there, such as Spotify, iTunes, iMuse, Apple Music, whatever it's called nowadays. Uh, it's Podbean, Stitcher, you name it, we're on there. You can find us on Twitter at UKRAD Podcast. We're on Facebook as well. We're also on YouTube. So we've got like a back catalogue there of all our early stuff. Um, you can also um, find my also Eagle Steve on Twitter at Steve AOTGTMP, who's an absolute bastard on a podcast called Gunpowder Trees and No Plot. And you can find them at Trees and No. And am I okay to do a tiny little plug before yeah. we go? Go for it. Cracking. Um, well, myself and another member of our little podcast community did a recording uh this past saturday uh we're recording this on a wednesday so about five days ago 
Um, if you are familiar with the work that I did for the old WrestleBox podcast, um, we did a collaboration with Cox's own wrestling podcast known as The Lost Art of Wrestling. Um, and we had a look at one of the free uh, pay-per-view events that have been made public to the general public, um, which was the uh, G1 Supercards in Madison Square Garden. Uh, that's sort of around about this time last year, uh, which will be dropping. Did you say it'd be dropping Monday on the 1st? This coming Monday, yeah, 1st of June. On the 1st of June, so be sure to have a look at that. It's a recording that lasted just under three hours. Um, so, as I say, if you're a wrestling consortium, then you might want to check that out on the 1st of June. Uh, as I say, the recording just went just under three hours, and we had a uh, we had a ball recording it, and hopefully it will be quite a nice little uh, podcast that will venture into some future shows. As totally. as, as you can say, Ooh. as you can see, I'm not very good at plugging. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you did a fatty sound job. You better, better you, you did better than what I did. With- <laughs> Plug the show, plug the show. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter, Twitter handle, Twitter handle. And of Facebook, course you find... Facebook, Facebook. <laughs> yes, you can find us on Facebook. You can find the Lost Art Podcast on Facebook. We're on Instagram at Lost Art Podcasting. Twitter at Lost Art Podcast. And you can find us on all good podcast providers, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Spreaker, and all good other good ones. Yeah, so I don't really know how to finish it because there was no audition, was there? So no, we can't, there is no next. It's just we could go. Jerry, you smell smoke. <laughs> might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage is not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com. Life gets more magical when you dream. So dream of a Disney cruise filled with magic and wonder. (laughs) Hiya, pal! Sail from Florida to Disney's private island paradise and get ready for a dream come true with Disney Cruise Line.